Welcome to Positivatini. Messages of hope, support, and inspiration. In 10 minutes or less. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Erica Ishii. I'm Amy Dallin. So last episode reminded me that I have been hoping that empathy would be integrated into the curriculum of schools. I feel like we learn all the basic building blocks we need in life, you know, uh, language and math and science. And I feel like empathy should be part of our core curriculum because it is a building block for being a human. It, it, it just, I, I know when you're younger, you learn in kindergarten, oh, sharing is good and, you know, how to make friends. But I really seriously think that there should be mandatory, uh, sort of social, socialization courses Listen. in school. So, so you learn like empathy or, or, or issues of consent yes. or, uh, you know, being respectful and, and, and how to, uh, debate with people while being civil. I, I just think that there are life lessons that can be taught in schools and should be. I know I've referenced it before on the show, and I will again and again and again. Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood. <gasps> yeah. So many amazing lessons. There's one really simple ditty. Think about how someone else is feeling, and that's it. And it's just like, oh, and there's a whole episode about can you remember a time when you were sad? Can you remember a time where you were affected by this thing in this way? And it's all about like some parent saying to Daniel, like, when that happened, what did you want someone to say or do for you? And him be like, oh, OK, well, yeah, I can put it in context. That's the amazing thing for a long time. So. I am, and I'm not saying this flippantly, this is 100% true, a recovering narcissist. And so that idea of empathy is is sometimes very hard and used to be incredibly hard for me. Mm. And I wish, going back in time, I could like put it as simply to myself as saying, do you remember a time when you felt this way? What did you want someone to say for you? Because I, for the longest time, thought empathy was this like mystical feeling of understanding that just didn't occur to me. Of like, I don't know, like just calm down. Like I, I just didn't understand how everyone else seemed to be because I never thought about it in terms of like, hey, you felt this way and they did too, and this is what's happening now. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah, I, I really think. That, yeah, if you start it early and, and if it's just sort of taught uh, de rigueur, that there's you, you'd be able to catch something like that early enough. And if, if somebody doesn't understand it, you take the time to work with them. Right. And it benefits not only that person, but everybody around them. I mean, I just like it would impact so many lives. Honestly, so I I don't know if you are a teacher or uh, in some way are involved with creating a curriculum for young people or even maybe college students. <laughs> uh, I think classes on empathy and are could really change the world. Well, I not- think it's interesting. I feel like there must be people working on this problem on, on some level. Like, I don't know how well supported or how much in unison, but I, it's it. I feel like. In the education I got, most of the this stuff just was sort of 
you had to pick it up implicitly from things like the yes. literature we were yes. given, which was yeah. often geared towards getting you to understand different perspectives. But you had to kind of figure that out for yourself over time. Like, oh, they've given me a bunch of books that made me think about people who are different from me and their experiences. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What a useful lesson I can draw from this. But but the sort of that what you're talking about in terms of sort of practical practicing socialization exercises or like, you know, uh, situation role play, like I feel like there's probably a lot of place for I will say that this is a thing that as a parent, I think is ironically uh, like, or maybe, I don't know, who knows the real meaning of ironic these days, but the, <laughs> the, the two biggest gaps, what creates the gap, I think, in a lot of talking to children is sometimes we forget that they're not adults, mm. right, while also forgetting to talk to them like they are humans. Mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. like, the thing is, like you were saying, it's like, they'll pick this up from context clues of reading the story of, like, hey, they're nine? They're probably not going to pick that up. And But then also forgetting to say, hey, the reason you're getting in trouble for taking that thing away from that kid is because you made them upset, and how would you feel if someone did that to you? You know, yeah. like sometimes we just because I, I find myself falling into this pitfall all the time and having to remind myself to explain of like, for example, BB has a really bad habit of like standing up on the couch or chair or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'll just say like, hey, don't or you're going to get in trouble instead of saying what I eventually correct myself to say, which is if you stand up, you might fall off the couch and get hurt. And if you get hurt, you'll be upset and I'll be upset. So instead, just be careful and don't stand up on the couch. It takes like three seconds longer. Mm, but yeah, now but ma- I guess yeah, making lessons explicit instead instead right. of sort of be just because or uh, because it's a rule, um, I think probably would go a long way. Yeah. Yeah, get rid of the because I said so mentality. Like throw that right out the window. Because the kid doesn't understand that. That's just lazy. Because that's you saying, I don't want to take the extra three seconds to explain it to you. Like, explain what you're doing. And explain (laughs) empathy, you know? Think about how someone else is feeling. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Tune in again every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Until then, take care of yourselves.